Hello everyone and welcome back to Sunflowers on the Rooftop. I'm Arianna and this is episode 8. I want to apologize for two things before we start. First thing is if you hear any background noise, unfortunately there are some um, scaffolders uh, in front of my house, like on the other side of the street, and they're making a lot of noise, so I am sorry about that. Um, I really hope that it won't be too um, noisy in the background, but since I have background music during the episode, that's not a problem. Second thing that I want to apologize for is that I haven't posted an episode last week, but I was on holiday, so I thought to myself, might as well just take a little break for myself and enjoy my time off. Plus, I didn't really have any time to um, record the episode. But yeah, so here we are. Uh, The episode is coming to you, so no problem. And now, how are you guys? Uh, I hope you're doing fine. I'm I'm honestly not doing that great. I mean, I'm I'm currently alright, but in general this week has been a bit uh, um, because of my mental health and stuff. But I'm here. I'm ready to rock today. It's alright. It's Friday. Uh, I'm going to meet up with my friends on the weekend, so it's good. And I don't have to work on the weekends, which is the best part of it. Um. What has been going on during these weeks that I haven't seen you? I mean, talk to you. Uh, well, I was one of the weeks. I mean, I work most of ta- most time, and then I was on holiday, as I already told you. On the 29th, the half time started. Actually, started from the 28th night, but I'm going to tell tell you about that later. So yeah, 29th, the half term started. My host family went on holiday, they went to Norfolk, so nice. So they left me on my own in the house and I thought that since I didn't want to be on my own because I get scared, (laughs) I decided to invite my friend so that she could stay over um, for those couple of days and we could spend time together and I didn't have to be alone in the house. So yeah, um... A great thing that happened was that, like the first great thing that happened was that on the 28th in the evening we went to the cinema. As I said like two seconds ago, is that my health term started on the 28th in the evening because we went to the cinema. And I, I, it was a year and a half since the last time that I had gone to the cinema and it was amazing. It was an experience that gave me goosebumps. I wasn't used to go to the cinema anymore. Thank you for the car honking outside. I have the scaffolders and now I have the cars. Fuck you. So anyway, and uh, we watched The Conjuring 3 and every time that I rewatch the Conjuring Saga. Um, I remember how much I actually love the character of Ed Warren, and there is this kind of thing that when I'm into it once again. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but yeah, um, I remember how hot Patrick Wilson is, who's the actor who plays it. So great. And (laughs) one thing, um, it's a heads up, Uh, I'm going to talk like plural because all of these things I've done them with my friend because we were together so I'm going to say we a lot. That is just so you know that whenever I say we, that is the reason. And yeah, um, we went shopping, We we did a lot of shopping, I almost had no money by the end of the week, almost. I always save up money and um, I bought a lot of cute things one of the things that I bought was this dress beautiful dress summer dress I don't have enough dresses here in London because the weather is always sucks until the last like two months that I'm here before I go on holiday so hmm. and the thing is that the thing that made me happy was that I bought this dress from a shop that I never thought that would have my size because I usually this kind of show it was Hollister Heads up to Alistair, beautiful shop, they sell amazing things, but unfortunately they usually don't have my size because even the L doesn't fit me sometimes, because being a plus size lady, no, whoa, ooh, just called myself lady, that sounded horrible, but yeah, mm, 
being a plus size person, I um, I don't really. I don't really find my size there, but once I, once I, when I found this dress and it was fitting me perfectly and it looked so pretty, I was like, I'm so happy. So I bought that and I bought other other stuff. Nothing, nothing that really matters. I mean, no, it matters, but that doesn't. It's not that interesting to tell you in my podcast, so you're not bored. But yeah. Um, another thing that uh, we did was a horror movie marathon. As I said. We're both really big fan of the Conjuring saga, everything that has to do with um, Ed and Lorraine Warren, and so we decided to rewatch all the movies, all the spin-off. The spin-off are like The Nun, La Llorona, things like that. So this kind, like all of these movies connected to the cases that the Warrens have um, see, like have done, and things like that. So Annabelle, blah blah blah. And uh, what else happened? We went to the park. We had a picnic, beautiful picnic. It was really nice, and um, it was the first time that I had a picnic in a long time. And I mean, a, a proper one because we tried to have another one, but it was cold as fuck. So, <laughs> but we did. Well, we had the um, we had the picnic towel. We had the basket with the food. We had things to do. We had like um, things to paint on. So we could spend our time together. We forgot the cars, but we didn't need the cars because we like kind of took a nap under the sun because the weather was really, really nice. It was really warm. And um, yeah, it was just amazing. It was so peaceful. And I was really happy because for once I wasn't, I didn't even have to think about work, work, work. On Wednesday, it was our last day together and we just chilled a little bit and cooked pizza for dinner, which it was good, but the thing was that um, the flour that we used wasn't that good, so the dough didn't <laughs> didn't grow that much. But then it grew once while we were cooking it, so confusing. But that's maybe how self-raising flour works. I'm used to the pulper flour because I'm Italian. <laughs> After that, n- n- nothing. No, what am I saying? Another thing that happened, it was just Wednesday. <laughs> Another thing that happened was that I went on a cinema marathon. Um, I honestly wasn't doing uh, great. Like, I wasn't feeling that f- alright that day. But I had decided to just go out, go to the cinema and um, watch movies. Uh, my record was three movies in a day. Uh, but I managed to watch four. So the first movie that I watched was A Quiet Place 2. I watched it with my friend. Um, and then she left and I stayed at the cinema. And then after that I watched Cruella, the new Disney movie. Really beautiful. Then I watched... Please don't judge me for what I'm about to say. Then I watched Peter Rabbit 2. Okay, so I watched the first one on Netflix. And um, you cannot blame me. There's um, the actor who plays uh, Mr. McGregor. He's the same actor who played General Hux in Star Wars. I love that actor, so the, one of the main reasons why I watch Peter Rabbit is for him. And the plot. Come on, the pl- okay, it's a kid's movie, but the plot is nice. It's a nice movie. It's, it's a cute movie that you can watch when you have nothing to do. And I had nothing to do, so... And then the last movie that I watched was The Conjuring 3 again. Because I wanted to, see, it's it's really good. It's a great movie if you want to go to the cinema. If you can go to the cinema, I don't know what's the situation in other countries, but in the UK you can go to the cinema again. So if you have the chance to go to the cinema and you like horror movies, please go and watch it. It's not a movie recommendation because it's not something that you can find on streaming or on platform. So it's only on the cin- cinemas right now. But if you find it streaming, try not to watch it because. Try not to stream illegal movies, even if I do that, but it's better to say not to do it. I mean, it's it's a tricky one, because we should be paying the... Um, what is their name? The um, companies that uh, stream movies, like Netflix and blah, 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 even if Netflix sometimes has shit shows. Like, no, it's not a shit show. Yeah, it has shit shows, <laughs> like Riverdale. Um, but anyway, uh, so um, I think that it's better to pay those services, uh, but... Sometimes you cannot find the movies, so I will watch. I, I will stream them, kind of illegally too. But 
if you can pay for it if you can if you can't afford it or if you can't find it anywhere else i will do it too and then yeah watch these four movies so i managed to break my record for movies the lady at the uh, cash register was so nice i was like excuse me what's planning to watch at least three movies today could i please take pictures of the the movies and she showed me the screen with the movies when they started and when they finished so i could calculate the time in between every single movie so that i had enough time to go and watch the other one and she was like yeah sure so i took pictures of the movie she was so nice her name is natasha i will always remember her and she was so so nice and that is that is one of the reasons why the cinema is my favorite not only because it's not that expensive i mean it's seven pounds but also because honestly it's the people working there are really really nice and there was someone with a star wars badge too so i compliment i was like ah nice badge and i was like run away because i i don't know how to give compliments to strangers because it could be weird uh um yeah <laughs> then um another thing that i did was that i another movie that i watched was on sunday i went back to the cinema because i can't have enough of movies and i watched the demon slayer movie um don't ask me how to pronounce the japanese name of the cartoon because i don't want to be disrespectful by pronouncing it in a wrong way and i don't want to sound stupid so yeah i, w- I watched the demon slayer movie i cried it was beautiful if you watch demon slayer please go and watch that i think you can find that online actually like funimation i think because it was fu- it was in collaboration with funimation so it might be that you will find it on the website but yeah um uh, what else happened that week? On Friday, I went to the hairdresser and I did a thing that I wanted to do for so long. I split dye my hair. I bleached one side of my hair. So now I have one side of my head that is blonde and the other side that it's my hair color, so brown. Now what I want to do with the blonde hair. Funny thing is that I bleached my hair on Friday. That lady was amazing. She took a YouTube video of me. Uh, she was like a Spanish lady. She, she told me that she had a YouTube video for beginners so she was she she made videos so that people that follow her like friends and things like that could learn how to do certain type of things and it was so funny because she was videoing me like once in a while she was like sorry i'm going to start uh, taking a video i was like okay so i want to find her youtube i want to watch the video where my head is in and so yeah i have one side of my hair bleached and i am waiting on my color actually should come today she come anytime soon honestly i really hope that it will come during the morning so i can uh dye my hair in the evening as soon as i am done with uh work but yeah um as i was saying i'm going to uh color my i'm going to dye them again since now they're bleach but the reason why i want to do i wanted to wait a couple weeks but i've realized that my um hair growth is super fast because i bleached it last friday so last week and I can already see like three millimeters of hair growth. And I was like, come on, when I want my hair to grow, it's not growing. And when I don't want my hair to grow, it it, it is. Come on. So yeah, now I'm going, I have to put the color because I don't want the um, bottom of my, like the part that's in my scalp. I don't want it to be seen. I mean, I bleached it for a reason. So yeah. And then also, I was checking while I was talking. The delivery service with Hermes because I ordered my colon online and I was checking where it came. I was like, please don't come while I'm recording the podcast because otherwise I would have to stop. And whenever I have to stop recording the podcast because there's something going on outside, because maybe I have to get the door or somebody's calling me. The thing is that um, I get I get distracted, so I forget completely what I was talking about. So I will I, it will take me like five to ten minutes to remember what I had to say, and it's annoying. But yeah, I double checked. It's going to come between three, uh, sorry, between one p.m. and three p.m. So I have enough time to do this and other things after these. I will probably do my homework after I finish recording. I because I, as I um, told a couple of episodes ago, I'm doing an English course to take a certification, a C2 certification for English. Um, and yeah, so I have homework to do that I have procrastinated because I haven't done them in the past few weeks. So I will have to do my homework. And yeah, um, now uh, I was, I'll be honest with you, I when I sat down and I said I, I want to record a podcast, I thought 
Okay, now what am I going to talk about? I had the writer's block, which has happened already, but it's horrible when I have a deadline because the episode has to come out on sun on Saturday because I have I want to follow a strict schedule because I'm not the kind of person who like who likes to do things without uh, a program or anything. I like to follow uh, schedules and everything. So um, I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? And I didn't want to skip another week of the episode because I really, really love recording. It makes me really happy and it's fun. So I was talking to a friend and he suggests, why don't you talk about your experience as an au pair? I was like, that is a great idea. I was like, I never talked about it. I mean, everybody knows I'm an au pair, but I haven't spoken about my experience. So thank you so much if you will listen to this episode this is happening thanks to you (laughs) my friend so yeah um i moved to london on the 26th of august 2018 so it's almost been three years i'm so happy about this and i um i went to my first family ever and i found them on this website so this is also inf- a bit informative. Um, I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions just in case you want to become an au pair. Um, so there's this website called Au Pair Ward where you can write down your own profile and then you can try and find a family. And then you see what is your like, if you, what age you want the children to be and how many children you would like to look after. Then you read their profile, you chat with them and then maybe you can have a, a Skype call or whatever. Or if, uh, for example, um, you're already in London, you can meet them, we can meet up with them, all of this. But Au Pair World is a really good website. So um, I found my first family on Au Pair World. Uh, we're in a really nice family. They um, lived in North London. I'm not going to give too, ma- too many details out, obviously. And uh, they were a Jewish family. Uh, obviously, this wasn't a problem, but it's important for for the story. So the thing about them, I was really respectful. They gave me a set of rules, which was obviously to respect the uh, kosher food. So if I had to buy food in the house, I had to buy kosher food. Then I had to respect... They had two different fridge for um, like meat and uh, dairy and then they had two different things and things like that so their food couldn't mix because it's what their um, I don't remember what's the name of the of their book the, the like sacred book so yeah that's what the laws for Jewish people says and I was really respectful then they asked me to um, please not wear um, clothes they were showing too much cleavage which I mean, I'm, I'm going to respect. I'm, I'm going to dress however I want when I'm outside of the house. But when I'm inside of the house, I'm a respectful person. They didn't ask me to dress as a nun, so I could just wear a normal T-shirt. I mean, I, I, come on, everybody can listen to those rules if you have a bit of common sense. So yeah, uh, everything was fine until it wasn't. The kids that I was looking after, they were really young. They were two and four years old and they were really spoiled. The work, the amount of work that I had to do was a lot. I had to uh, clean up. They had a cleaner, but I still had to clean up the kitchen every day. And um, obviously after like after breakfast and things like that. Uh, so I had to clean up the kitchen. Then I had to do the laundry for the kids and for the parents and then I had to fold them and take them to the room put them in the right drawers and everything for the whole family so not only for the children as an au pair I shouldn't do that so my job if I'm an au pair my job is only to look after what is like the children's stuff so that shouldn't have been what was happening or if they wanted me to do that they should have paid me more they paid me the bare minimum. I think actually they paid me less than it was the actual minimum wage that should be uh, given to an au pair. I think that's my dog barking outside. I mean, my my, my, my host family's dog, but yeah. Um, so uh, they didn't pay me much. 
and it was horrible plus the kids were really spoiled the kids were also really mean to me the uh, the oldest one the four years old she was like oh i don't want to be with you today she was really really spoiled and mean i mean she was a fucking bitch let me see. i don't think they will ever find this video this uh, podcast video <laughs> i'm ne- i'm not in contact with them but horrible child i absolutely hate children like this incredible so yeah after a month i was um it was too much for me i felt homesick because they were not treating me like part of family so obviously if you're not treated part of family obviously you're going to miss your own family so i uh, told them that i wanted to go back home um in the meantime i found another family and i tried to give it a shot instead of going straight home um this lady we had this um interview she was really really nice i'll be honest with you she was like oh no you can come to us you can go home for like a couple of days and then you can come back here and blah blah we can do this she she, she, she did she said this thing which was the one that kind of put me at, he- at ease which was we can try it for like a month and then see how it goes and if we like the situation we can continue if we don't like the situation we part ways which is very sensible so i go to their house and uh, she is a psychopath she um there were three episodes that made me realize that she was a psychopath the first one was i was cooking dinner for the children i think they were the kid the youngest one she was seven and the oldest one was nine i think i'm not i don't remember i'm not 100 percent sure but yeah, so I was cooking dinner for the for the oldest one. She was actually really reasonable. I really had a good relationship with the oldest kid. She was so nice. We liked. We had a lot of things in common, but we never had time to to talk. So I was cooking her dinner, and uh, I was cooking potatoes in the oven. And uh, as you know, if you ever cook potatoes, they take so long. If you cook them raw, so you should like boil them first and then put them in the oven and blah blah. blah. So I put this potato in the oven and I was like, oh, I think it's ready. So she took the potato. She was like, no, it's not ready. Because I mean, the, a sensible person would have said I would have taken a fork and would have like pierced the potato. And said, See, it's not going down. So it means it still has to cook. So I was like, oh, okay, okay, sure. I will cook it more. She, no, she took the potato, grabbed it in her hand and started smacking the potato against the table. It's like, see, this is soft on the outside, but it's hard on the inside. And I was like, what the f- fuck i was like looking at her i was like okay it was absolutely maniac i mean i I, who would ever do that that is crazy and then another time that i realized it was terrible so she uh, had a lot of trust issues um and she had a lot of problems in general honestly she was like germophobic and things like germophobic i don't even know if it's a name in english and um she was really really I, I i was scared i was honestly scared of her i thought that she might she could kill me uh <laughs> and um the only the, the only time that i uh did some uh, babysitting for them because usually being a part of being an au pair is that um you um apart from the normal hours the host family could ask you to do extra hours in the evening or like in the weekends to babysit them obviously you're paid more blah blah and um the only time that she wanted me to babysit she was like okay you can go you guys can draw together you can uh stuff and blah blah so she told me that the kid wanted to um sew something on a shirt and I'm like, okay sure i can look after her make sure that she doesn't hurt herself and she said she can grab the shirt in this drawer because we were in the kids room it's like, but then be careful. Make sure that they don't open all the drawers because otherwise the the whole um, dresser falls. But another person would say that, and just like, don't make sure that, that she doesn't open all the drawers. No, she started opening all the drawers. Like, see, because if she opens all the drawers like this, the dresser falls. I was like, and I was slowly closing the drawers. I remember I was slowly closing the drawers that she was opening because obviously, if you tell me if she opens them all, it will fall. Don't fucking open them all because it will fall do you want to show me do you want to give me a practical example like bruh <laughs> she was crazy 
and then uh, I remember what happened was um, that, that that she there was this week there was the week probably when she fired me so I remember it all started on Monday um, the thing was that when I got there so the job as an au pair let me let me specify what it should be the job as an au pair is you take care of the children if you are an au pair not a nanny not a housekeeper not a family no an au pair you can work maximum 30 hours and you gotta be paid a little more if you work 30 hours uh so the maximum has to be like between 25 and 30 and um your job should be to take care take the wake up the children take them to school or pick them up make their lunch or their dinner depending on when the kids are home spend time with them obviously play with them talk to them blah 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 and the occasional babysitting and what do you have in exchanges your pocket money your weekly pocket money and obviously house where to, like to live in food and blah, blah, blah. so i didn't do any of these things with them i didn't take them to school because it was the mom who took them to school, which is, which is, it happens sometimes. There are a lot of families that manage to take their children to school and then you have to pick them up. I rarely pick them up from school and when I did, I had to go with an Uber and the mother was there every single time. Whenever I picked them up, the mother was there. So I was like, why do you need me to pick them up? Uh, she didn't probably. And then um, I cooked dinner. That was the only normal thing for an au pair to do that I did was cooking dinner. So, since I didn't have to do normal things, she said to me, Oh, one thing that I need you to be is um, respond- uh, obviously responsible, and I need you to be, um, what was the word that she used? Uh, like, that, she, that I have to know what I have to do. I don't have to ask her what to do. I have to be, uh, I had to do things on my own. But the thing is, uh, you fucking idiot. If I come to an house that I don't know, I don't know shit about your family, I don't know anything about the house, how am I going to be able to know what I have to do and what I, can, I, what I don't? So she wanted me to like tidy up her stuff. They had recent, no, they hadn't, re- they had moved three months priorly and everything was still like all the boxes from the, um, everything was, were scattered around. They were full of things. So she wanted me. A stranger to organize her stuff in her house and I was like um, bestie um, I don't know anything about your house or about your family how would I know where to put these things but no she wanted me to do that on my own uh, so I didn't do much during the day because I didn't know what to do and I knew that if I tried to ask her she would not give me an answer she would say oh no you have to do it yourself this is not DIY, this is my job, I need to know what to do. I can do it now, for example, if my house mom ever asked me, oh, could you, I don't know, clean up the uh, cellar outside, I would be like, okay, sure, I know I know what to do because I know how you work and know where things go, so I can organize them better. But I wouldn't be able to do that. I can, I, I'm able to do it he- now because I've lived here for almost two years with this family. Come on, she was asking too much of me, so... Um, this Monday, she took me to the side and she told me, uh, oh, you're not doing enough, you're being amazing with the children, which was what I needed to be because I'm an au pair. So the important thing is that I'm good with your children. But you're not tidying up enough, you're not doing this. In my head, I was like, I wish I could do more. I felt, I felt terrible. I mean, I accept constru- constructive criticism. But this one was completely her fault because I was trying to do my best, but I didn't know what to do because she never told me anything. So she was like, oh, and then she called me stupid. But I decided not to say anything about that. No, she didn't say, oh, you're stupid. She um, sadly said that. And then she absolutely embarrassed she said something about you have something on your face could you please go and wash your face because i can't look at you and i was i felt so embarrassed and mortified when she said it was i mean you're talking to someone because she wasn't giving me a, a criticism or telling me she was telling me off like i was a child bear with me i was 
19? No, I was 20. <laughs> I was 20 at that time. So I wasn't a child. And she... Um, then I tried to talk. You know, to... Obviously, if I'm being told off or something, I'll try to say my part to justify myself. She was like, could you please let me speak? I was like, okay. I didn't say anything. And then... I, I, I'm a polite person. I will listen. If you're telling me off even if i'm not um i'm not agreeing with you i will shut the fuck up word look at you and um smile you know the type the polite smile i, I wouldn't be like oh, i wouldn't be uh, huffing and puffing i will just look at you and try to look as polite as possible she looks at me and says you look like you're not even sorry about it and I was like, in my head, I was like, do you want to me to fucking cry in front? I cried. I literally, as soon as she let me go, I started crying. I went to my room and I started to absolutely bail my eyes out. Because I was mortified. I was embarrassed. I was feeling like shit because she wasn't treating me right. She was, she was treating me terribly. She wasn't nice to me. Uh, the... Uh, Things at home they were not good because she was having a lot of troubles with her own family. She was fighting a lot with her husband. Not going to get into that, obviously. But it was horrible. Uh, and for me, <laughs> I wasn't feeling at home. I wanted to go home. I wanted to go to my family. And um, after I was like, I, I didn't know. What to say. I don't. I don't remember what I said. But I probably didn't have. Um, I probably didn't say anything. So she uh, let me go. I finished my work and she was like, she was like, that's why I said she was psycho, like a psychopath because she was angry at me and then two minutes later she was like, oh, by the way, how was your weekend? I was like, the fuck? And I was like, no, I'm not going to tell you about my weekend. Which, by the way, she ruined because um, I had a curfew. At 20 years old, I had a curfew. I had to go home at 11 and because of her and her fucking curfew, I could have taken a picture with one of my favorite singers, Louis Tomlinson, and I couldn't because I had to go home because she kept mess. She she spammed me with messages saying when are you coming home, so I couldn't even meet my one of my favorite singers because of her. So yeah, um, apart from that, so then Monday I started to think. That's when I thought I'm going to wait until the sum the in Christmas holidays because it was. November, November, December, between November and December, and I was I, th I thought I'm going to wait for my Christmas holiday so I can bring some of my stuff back home, and then after Christmas holidays I will tell her that I don't want to stay there so I can go back home, and um, so that's um, that's what I planned. Then on Tuesday, that's what happened. Uh, another thing happened. She. Um, she asked me to go and pick up the girls. I wasn't meant to. She told me like, not last minute, but she told me like an hour before I should have left the house. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I mean, but the, she said this. I am stuck in traffic. Could you please take an Uber to pick up the girls? And obviously I said yes, but... So, think about this with me. So you're in a car. Car, broom, broom. Stuck in traffic. And she want me to get into another car that will get stuck into the same traffic that you're in. Like you think that I'm going to be faster, that I'm going to get there faster. Well, um, that, uh, that didn't really, I mean, come on, think about it with me. That doesn't make any sense at all. So I complied anyway, I went and uh, obviously, first thing, the Uber came 10 minutes later and I sent her a message because she said you can send me a message or, or, or call me whenever you want. Don't worry, you're not bothering me. I actually like it when the Uber asks me things. It makes me happy. She never replied to my messages whenever I had something to ask her. Or she was really late in replying and I was like, I needed it a bit earlier. So I text her saying the Uber is going to be late. I th I don't think it's going to be. I mean, I think I'm going to be stuck in traffic anyway. 
and she didn't read she didn't read that and i got into the uber and i remember the ride because the guy was fucking disgusting because he was flirting with me and i was like you're probably 40 years old please stop and um then at one point she called me i was like so where are you i was like i'm stuck in traffic i'm sorry i sent you a message i told you I, I, could, I can't do anything. I'm not driving the car and the traffic is here too. So I was like, I don't understand why you're late. I was like, why the fuck is she? I just told you. I just told you that I'm stuck in traffic. Are you stupid? But I didn't say that. Obviously. I just thought that. And I was like, okay, I'll be here as soon as possible. I hung up. I was like, okay, now what? I can't do anything. I'm stuck in traffic. This. She was like, mm, you're late. She came in and was like, you're late. I was like, yeah, fuck, I know. Fuck you once. I told you many times that I couldn't come, like, that I was stuck in traffic and everything. She was like, next time call me. Uh, and when I call her, because after that happened, I stopped sending her messages when I did something and I just called her. Went straight to voicemail every single time. So maybe, just maybe, think before you decide to hire an au pair. Then on Wednesday, nothing really happened um, apart from the fact that um, so the children. She was like, "Oh, I don't like an healthy lifestyle." The children hate uh, fries every single night. They didn't. Oop! I just threw away my. <laughs> I was playing with my hair tie. It just flew, flew out of my hand. She was so. She was like, "I want my children to have lifestyle and have fries every single day for dinner." come on so yeah um so we ran out of uh, frozen like fries and we only had the one that had to be microwavable so um as a sensible person i thought that that was good enough and she was like oh you can't use the microwavable one they're not healthy i was like they're not healthy in general karen her name obviously is not karen but i can't say her real name and um she was like oh next time just tell me or just go and buy them i was like we have others how would i know that you didn't like those so yeah and then um thursday came thursday was the day when she fired me she sat me down and uh told me that things were not all right we were not a good as good match as, as good as a match as she thought it would be she said this sentence I will never forget I'm not saying that I am more intelligent but I'm definitely kinder than you so I was like so you're not only calling me stupid but you're only th- also thinking that you are a good Samaritan so I decided not to say anything about that because uh, I didn't want to be kicked out of the house you know uh, so the usual thing so when you leave a host family the minimum that you have to tell them priorly it's two weeks so two weeks minimum uh one month would be better but depends on the situation so i thought that she was going to give me two months two, yeah, two months <laughs> two weeks so that i could uh, maybe not find a new host family so i didn't have to go back to it and she was like but you gotta leave next friday i was like ah what so um which when so i contacted the agency so the agency that i um used to find her the name is i had to post there because i had to find the name of the company i'm not the kind of person that's really revengeful but this company is called the good nanny company tgnc if you ever want to be an au pair don't ever use their company because they fucking suck and they don't care about the au pairs so yeah, um, I told to the uh, manager, to the person that I was talking to, she was like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything. Because since they are the one who are paying, they don't give a shit about their au pair. If their au pair are in trouble, it's up to them. If they get kicked out of the house, oh, we are not the one who's paying. We're going to take care of the host family instead. So yeah, um, she's like, I'm sorry, but we can try and find someone else she didn't find someone else because she is stupid and terrible i have my messages saved with her i am never going to delete them and i also have a screenshot of a message that this lady sent me so the message that she sent me was um 
don't worry about anything you can stay until um your christmas because i had already booked my christmas holiday so i was going to lose the money for it too, because i lost the money for those flights uh, so uh, she was like you can stay until your Christmas holidays in the meantime you can either find something else or you can stay here and understand if you don't have the money so um, I leave th th that's what she sent me this message on Friday I still have the picture of the message uh, because I, I took a picture on my phone on, of the phone because she gave me a second phone where she can contact me so uh, I took a picture of this message on the phone and um she just yeah she told me don't worry about it on thursday she she said you gotta be out of you have to be out of this house next friday and on friday she said you can stay until the christmas holidays which were going to be like in two or three weeks after that but i didn't really want to stay those three weeks i was like i really hope that i can find a replacement soon and then I spend my weekend with my friends. I don't worry about anything. And on Monday, she calls me on the phone. She starts screaming at me. You're being terrible. You're taking advantage of my kindness. You have to be out of this house uh, before this, this Friday. And I was like, she hung up on me. She didn't even say goodbye. She hung up the telephone on me. I called my dad crying my eyes out i was like please please put some money on my car because i need to leave this house right now so it was horrible i remember I, I will never forget the phone call i was and then i heard a knock on my door was my hostess he was an amazing person i loved him he was so nice he was always so kind and was funny and everything he was like oh she just called me do you need help to find a new flight uh, because obviously during the weekend I didn't know bother to look for another flight since she said you can stay until the Christmas holidays and um, I was like oh thank you so much so we went to um, to his studio we found we found another flight for me to take and I was like okay let me just call my dad let me see let me tell him to put some money on it so I can buy I was like no no don't worry I'll buy different so I knew that if it wasn't her she wouldn't have uh, but it was him, it was nice, and he knew that his um, wife was um, a psychopath. They're still together, I actually thought that they would have uh, divorced, but yeah. So yeah, he bought the ticket for me, so that I could leave that Thursday. And um, I, uh, she called me right after, she was like, I'm so glad we can help you, love you, bye! I was like, she hung up and I was like, fuck off, you bitch. So I, um, hmm. I, if I ever smell her in the street, I wish spit on her face and punch her. They can't arrest me, see if I punch somebody in the face, so. Um, but yeah, um, so I left that house on Thursday and, uh, I couldn't even bring, I had to throw away a lot of stuff because not everything would fit in my bags i kept on crying and crying all those days i spent them crying she brought me so much bad luck you have no idea the amount of um just bad things that happened to me when i was there it's incredible and so i uh, left finally and i stayed for two months at home in italy and i was actually a month and a half so i managed to find another family in uh, essex so the family that i found i love them dearly they are amazing people to this day i would say that they are the best people in the world i love them so much i love the kill both the kids even if one of them i she was like she wasn't at home all the time because she was like 16 so but yeah um I love the kid, she was amazing, she was 10 years old, so I was a bit older, and she was so funny, we had so many things in common, I just loved spending time with her, we had so much fun, actually I have to contact her again so that we can like maybe hang out soon, and I spent there around 6 months, and then it, I mean, then it was the holidays, summer holidays, but I'll never forget them. 
um, yes, they were far from the center, of the, from the city center, which was really difficult because my only friends were in the city center, and I only went to the city center for some reason that I'm not going to talk about because um, I don't want it to backfire. And yeah, so um, I had to leave them unfortunately because she had to go to um, a boarding school. So obviously they didn't need me anymore. But I was set to say goodbye, but it was really a really, really good experience. I loved spending time with them and I love them in general. And then I ended up here in my current host family. I've been here since September 2019 and I am going to stay here until next July, not this one, July 2022. So I'm going to stay here for for a total of almost three years and they are amazing honestly, great family. But yeah, my this is my story basically of me being an au pair. What I would suggest, I have a couple of suggestions if anybody wants to ever be an au pair. First thing first, make sure to really look into your family because I've heard bad stories. And I, I, one story that I've heard was that this girl, I talked to her, she was kicked out of the house, her things were thrown out of the of the house. She found her things on the, like, on the front porch because for some stupid reason, so she was, I mean, I was kind of kicked out but it was I mean I was still safe when I was in the house so I knew that she wouldn't have I mean I hope that that crazy lady wouldn't have kicked me out of the house like kick as in throw my stuff outside of the door but yeah um so please always look into your uh, family obviously you're, you're never going to know if they're a good family if they're a bad family unless you leave them but make sure that they are sane people then another thing is never show yourself as insecure always portray that you're good that you can do everything because more it's not that it's difficult to be an opera to be honest with you um if you have some good certification like if you know how to speak more languages make sure that you tell them because it's going to open you way more doors if you have a driving license which i don't uh, might help you in way more ways because some families um, ask for like driving license uh, yeah um, all in all always say that you can do everything that you're energetic that you love children if you had experiences with children say that and yeah and then you'll be able to find a family that is good enough no not no family is perfect every single family has their up and downs even my family has it now so um you will always find an obstacle, but if it's a good family, you will be able to to go over it with the family or by yourself. If you have a if you have a decent family, you'll be able to talk to them and resonate with them. But yeah, always make sure that you check them. Never go to a family before you have a voice call or you meet them. In, it's even better if you meet them in person. But obviously, if you are still in another country and you want to move to London or anywhere honestly uh, make sure that you at least have a um, um, video call with them to see the children to see the house and things like that and then uh, yeah that's more or less what it is unfortunately I know that it's not nice to talk about money but always see how much you get paid Never, never, ever be paid less than hundred pounds or whatever it is, like hundred euros or whatever you want to go. Um, because less than hundred pounds is less than average wage, wage for uh, au pairs. I know it's not a proper job, but you're not an animal. You need to be treated with respect. <laughs> and unfortunately for the men. It's really difficult to be an au pair when you're a man, but it's not impossible. There are some families that do ask for males, so don't worry about that. And yeah, these are all my suggestions. I really hope that was both interesting to listen to my story and informative. I don't think I have anything else to say about my own experience. More or less, what I, I try to uh, talk about everything. I mean, I've, I've, spo- I've talked about this. Um, many times so 
I know I more or less said everything. Um, yeah. Um, what else? <laughs> um, oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm done here. So I want to say if you like this episode, please um, follow me. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you like this episode, um, like, I think you can, yes, you can like podcasts on Spotify. But yeah, share it with your friends. Uh, make sure that they listen to it and um, you can find me on Spotify Sunflowers on the Rooftop you know that also follow me on Instagram the podcast account is called Sunflowers on the Rooftop same name as the podcast my personal account if you want to follow me there it's Mars and Venus M-A-R-S-B-N-D-V-E-N-E-U-S and uh, as always thank you so much to anita uh, designer tanita on instagram and on etsy for the beautiful cover art that she made for the podcast i'm always i will always be grateful for her for this and um as i already said if you enjoyed the episode share it with your friends click the follow button on spotify so you don't miss another episode now for my recommendations uh, my music recommendation is Transparent Soul Transparent Soul by Willow um, it was recommended by me and my friend because I asked her what do you think I should recommend as a song today and then my movie recommendation is Sweet and Sour it's a K-drama, I watched it yesterday and it's beautiful if you don't like K-dramas I understand it but if you do, give it a watch and the TV show that I recommend to watch is Black Mirror and I think that for today it's going to be over. If you, if you, as always, if you ever want to contact me to tell me, um, I don't know, uh, to give me to say something about the podcast or everything, my DMs are open. You can follow me on the podcast account and everything. And until next time, enjoy your life and goodbye. <laughs>